Welcome back, Literary Slummers, to another episode of Shelf Aware. It's Morph Monday and ring, ring, ring. Hello, Amanda Waller. What's that? You want to put together a Suicide Squad Animorph style. (laughs) I'm Em. I'm Anna. (laughs) Oh, I liked your your phone sound was very good. Uh Uh-huh. That's basically what this book was, right? It was Suicide Squad. (laughs) Yes, but it was like the the last like five minutes of what the movie would be, I imagine. I've never seen the movie. I've never seen of course no no one's I've only seen Birds of Prey, which is fucking fantastic. And it does make me a little bit excited to see the Suicide Squad, which is apparently a sequel to the movie Suicide Mm -hmm. Squad. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. What is going on, DC? I don't know what's going on with DC, man. Like, uh, I am not a big DC fan in terms of the movies. Um, yeah, for obvious reasons. For obvious reasons, I feel like. <laughs> and did you end up? Did you watch the Snyder Cut? No, I haven't yet because it's four hours long, and I, I know, do not right? have the stamina. I That's kind of where I'm at. Like, yeah. Um, I did see though that Zack Snyder originally wanted to call. Um, Batman versus Superman, the son of sun and the night of night. (laughs) Well, (laughs) the thing that I always think about Zack Snyder is how I had to go watch Sucker Punch. I say I had to. I went to see Sucker Punch. Um, (laughs) I chose to go to see Sucker Punch Punch because it seemed like it was a good idea at the time and it really (laughs) wasn't. And then I wrote a um, hit piece on Sucker Punch for my community college newspaper that I was in for that one quarter. And I think that was the only article of mine that made it to the actual paper. Incredible. <laughs> was how much Sucker Punch fucking sucked. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this week, I'll jump aware though. <laughs> Look, we're all a little bit, things are going on, vaccines are happening, you know. Yes, we are both post Vax. Very recently post-vax, too. Very recently for both of us. I'm post-symptom stage, though, so I'm okay. Mm. We'll see about M. (laughs) Yeah, so this is going to be fun. Uh, This week on Shelf Aware, (laughs) we did read a book, I promise. It was an Animorphs book. Um, It is called The Arrival by K.A. Applegate, and I want to say Kim... Morrison, but that can't be right. Um, let me see. It's because I think that's an author. Like, I think you're thinking Kim Harrison for the. This is just yes, Kim Harris. This is Kim Morris. So close. You kind of bred the two and came up with your own special. I combined the two Kims and made my own hybrid. (laughs) You made your own Kim more beautiful and (laughs) perfect than either alone. she did write this book. It is an Axe POV. It was called The Arrival. It's Animals number 38. Mm. Are these all the things we say? I, I think, think so. More or less. What do you think? What did you think? What did I think? What did we think? I thought I actually liked this book. Me too. Good. Yay. Consensus. <laughs> <laughs> it was all. It's first we get your Andalites are evil thing mm. kind of confirmed. Always again. good. And. We get an axe POV, but then the other bandalites are, like, missing, so. Yeah, it was great. It's it was kind of good. a bad sign for the series that we're at the point where we're like, as few of these children as we have to interact <laughs> with, the better. <laughs> Give us all aliens or, and nothing else. It's like, that's Please, it. take them away. <laughs> and I will say, this is this might be a dis- 
not a decisive, a divisive uh, opinion. But mm-hmm, I mm-hmm. liked Jake in this book. I was going to say, in my notes, I have written here. This is word for word for my notes. Jake is pretty badass here. I hate to say it. I know. The whole time good. I was like, I, I, I feel like I should be hating on Jake, but he's the leader we've always wanted. Exactly. This is what we've wanted the past 37 plus spinoff books. Mm-hmm. Um, Jake and coming into his own and he's getting a little bit of the dark edgy leader yes. vibe going it was, on. It was good. I was into it. It was, it was very good. I think it helped that it was a book about Axe uh, and him reconnecting with his people and mm-hmm, mm-hmm. The, the trials that that brings to his relationship with Jake. You know, that, yes. that gave it a little bit of a a raw edge there yes the only thing i will say i didn't like about this book is that like the little twist yeah that the bandalites do is kind of a repeat we've done this before mm-hmm. but also book number 38 some stuff's gonna get recycled and after all they are only children they only have so many plants and also like odds were you probably weren't reading consuming the animals in this manner that we are currently consuming the rapidly animals. and closely <laughs> and every single one it was much yes. more of a pick up whichever one you can find sort of sitch i feel like back in the day yes uh, so i you know you could probably get away with a little bit more of uh, the repeats next time i think next time we do a book series like this if we start one fresh we should just put all of the titles in a hat and pull one out each week. And that'll be the one we read. Because I think that's the authentic mid-1990s, <laughs> 2000s experience. No joke. This week, specifically, I considered reading the two books that we're reading out of order just to see if it would change anything for me. But I didn't go through <laughs> it with it. It wouldn't have. Is I, the thing. <laughs> I didn't go through with it, but maybe I should have. <laughs> just a test. Yes, they are, they are all standalones almost, it feels like. Pretty much. Um, we don't have to recommend any books, so nope. I guess I guess that means we can just get into it, huh? Yeah, let's do it. Okay. So, this book opens with the Bandalites staging a rescue attempt for the Chi, who's Mr. King. I think that's Eric's pretend dad, right? Yes, yes, yes. I okay. was very confused about that because it, like, goes right into that, and they're like, we had to rescue our co-conspirator, Mr. King. I'm like, who the fuck is Mr. <laughs> King? Mr. King? You have no is, friends. What are we talking is about? Is Axe going to have record scratch? I'm like, you're probably wondering how we got right, here. Right. But then, I like, after a little bit, I was like, oh, that's Eric's last name is yeah. King. Right, okay. Did we never talk about his last name? It's always just Eric the Chi. Yeah, you know. <laughs> so I don't know. It's an interesting choice, but whatever. Um, apparently, there's something going on. Obviously, the newspaper's been taken over by Eric's, but that only matters because... Mr. King's been kidnapped for looking into the newspaper. Uh, so they go to rescue him, but it's a trap set up by Visser 3, who is hiding there with a bunch of controllers. And as soon as the Bandalites pop in to um, rescue Mr. King, he Visser 3 comes out and they all attack. There's a fight. The Bandalites are losing. But then a group of new Andalites <gasps> shows up. What? And- yeah, I know. And they bring guns. Finally. <laughs> and they start shooting them. And that seems to work. <laughs> Not saying that these children should have weapons and that guns are good, but like, just, you know, makes a lot of things a lot easier. Uh, <laughs> uh, the the Bandalites take the opportunity to escape with Mr. King. But not before Axe gets the opportunity to fight alongside one of the female Andal- or the female Andalite that right. is there. And he's like, holy moly, I'm going through puberty. That girl <laughs> is hot. <laughs> it was very um, almost shot for shot 
Bambi meeting Faelene in the Disney movie Bambi, right? Where it's just two deer-like creatures. Yeah, they, they whip out their tails and start stabbing people with exactly, them. Exactly, exactly. That's how I recall the Disney movie Bambi. Is that not how it goes? And you know what? Large emphasis on skunks, so. <laughs> there <laughs> you <tracks>. go. <laughs> on the way out of this, I guess they're in the newspaper building. I don't know. There's like a two-way mirror in this newspaper building. I don't know why, but. Maybe it's just maybe they took them to a second location. I don't know. It was for uh for questioning suspects yeah. like newspapers yeah, do. As you do at a newspaper. <laughs> uh so on the way out, Axe turns around and he's like, How will I find you again? And the Andalite hottie who uh her name is Estra. She's like, Don't worry, we'll find you, Aximilia Scaruthi still and he's like, Oh my god, she knows my name. Oh my god, you guys. She oh knows my, my name. God. She's so super cute. She's so beautiful. I love her. Her fur is so bluish brown. Yes. Whereas mine is more like Brownish blue. Brownish blue. <laughs> <laughs> Back at Cassie's barn, the Bandalites hold a meeting, and Jake is like, we can't be too quick to trust these Andalites acts. Like, I know you're really ready for some adult figures to come and take all of these responsibilities away from us, and that they all look like you. I truly thought that sentence was going to be, I know you're really ready for for some adult fun, was where I thought you were going <laughs> no. with that, which is but also I mean, the case. Maybe. I don't know at what age... Andalites are considered adults. Well, and I don't know how old fucking Axe is supposed to be now because, okay, can we get into this for a second? I know, plot, No, go ahead. But part of this, we find out in a little bit, Estrid is claiming to be a, um, uh, an Arishtha, which is like trainee at, who went through the military academy, right? When Axe left his home world... He, women were not females were not allowed in the military academy mm-hmm. so like how much time has passed that he can believe that someone has gone through years of training right and is now like a trainee cadet out in space like a how old was he when he started at the academy <laughs> b how long does training last and c how long has it been since he like left after his training to like come be in the Animorphs, you know, like I'm like, this right. really throws a lot of like, is Axe actually like 23? <laughs> like, That's a, that was my, like you have to imagine that Andalites don't let children join the army. But apparently they but do. Maybe they do. Maybe like they go through some sort of high school education and then it's like ROTC on yeah. the side. Like, and that's their Aerith training. But even that, like, we're talking ROTC, not J-R-O-T-C, right? Oh, that's, like, yeah, I yeah, mean, yeah. like, you know. So that's like college. I don't know. Maybe I think Axe is a full-fledged adult. I think Axe and might he be just, like 23-year-old who's hanging out with 13-year-olds. Oh, no. <laughs> Axe is gross. <laughs> Even if we assume that, like, the day after Axe left, they allowed females into the military... That still, unless their training is like two weeks, it would <laughs> ostensibly take years to go through training, right? Like, right. I just, I don't know. I don't know. It just yeah. Seems this like... whole time we were thinking like he's like the equivalent of thirteen, but 
Which I could have believed and- that, like, he because they say there's like the academy right so they have to go yeah. through the academy and then they have their like time as an heiress on a ship right yeah so it's like okay so how old do you have to be to graduate the academy yeah like how many years of schooling do you have is it a k through 12 situation right or are they like two years and you know everything about being an andalite and they have university as well as we learn mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so like what is what is the aging system with the Andalites? I have so yes. many questions. I need I need hard facts about this, and I'm afraid to look at the wiki for spoilers. I mean, was Elfangor was also an Erish, right? When he was on his like a writ, not at, now in but, the Andalite Chronicles. Mm-hmm, yes, yeah. yes, yes, yes. Mm-hmm. And then when he came back from the time skip, he got promoted. I think right, but like when he. After the event, like he was an Erish, and then he went to the one planet and they aged up on that planet a little mm-hmm. bit, right? And then they got to Earth and they were like 18 year olds on Earth. So, like, because they like got married after that. Yeah. And we don't know how much time passed, though. Like, mm-hmm. how long did they, did, did, uh, Elvangor court? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Lauren. Lauren. Yeah. So, I don't know. I don't know. I, I feel like. I feel like what we're learning from this is that the Andalites use child soldiers. So, like, again. They are truly the bad really guys. Really a point in the favor of Andalites fucking suck. <laughs> <laughs> and I mean, also the Animorphs use child soldiers, but they're all children. So it's okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And they're, and they're the only ones. Like, yeah. there's, no, there's no adults that are right. fighting here. Jake is the adult. So, like. That's scary. <laughs> Yeah, so the Bandalites are like, hey, Axe, don't, like, get too gung-ho about going and teaming up with these new Andalites. And Axe is like, meh, and he gets mad and storms out. But Tobias finds him later in the woods. Axe is just, like, cutting things with his tail. He's, like, so pissed. He's, like, just punching with his tail. Tobias finds him, and he kind of cajoles Axe into going to the mall with him because he found $20, and he wants to buy tacos. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> this is the first time this is the first time Tobias has seemed like a child. Like, I'm like, yeah. Yeah, that's a thirteen year old thing to do. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I remember like being that age and being like, I got twenty dollars from my grandma. I'm gonna buy candy with this. <laughs> <laughs> cinnamon rolls. Twenty dollars mm-hmm. worth of cinnamon rolls, please. That's fine, right? <laughs> it's yeah. a good use of this money, right? <laughs> I mean, well what else am I gonna do? I don't need to pay taxes. Yeah, <laughs> I don't have a rent to pay. Like, <laughs> oh, simpler times, simpler times. I still, I still would probably buy candy if someone just gave me twenty dollars. <laughs> yeah, that's like free money, right? It's right? like anytime you get cash, you're like, this does not count this towards anything. I will buy garbage. <laughs> <laughs> this is never gonna see a bank account, so therefore, so it never existed. <laughs> Uh, at the mall, they run into a human girl that is displaying some of the same behaviors that Axe normally does when he eats a particularly delicious food. And they discover that the Andalite hottie has taken the morph of a teenage girl. And they have to get her out of the mall because she's making a big-ass scene yelling, Jelly beans! Jelly beans! She just loves those jelly beans. <laughs> <laughs> they get her out of the mall. <laughs> she's like... Please don't tell the others about this because I did it without permission. And Axe is like, yes, I will keep your secrets, you little minx. (laughs) Axe is immediately Uh, like, good, I have something to hold over this girl, something to manipulate her with. Pretty much. (laughs) Okay, Axe. (laughs) 
And then, like, later on, he asks her to keep a secret for him. And he's like, that was a test. But I don't know if she passed or not because she seems so willing to keep secrets from her commander. Right. That was some bullshit. That was some some straight (laughs) bullshit. Like, I feel like a lot of people can maybe relate to this of, like, dating someone or, like, talking to someone who's, like, Oh, I I want you to cancel plans to hang out with me. And then if you do cancel, they're like, oh, well, clearly you're too invested. And if you don't cancel, they're like, you don't care about me. Like that sort of thing where it's like you just can't give them the right answer. I was like, yes. this, is, this is awakening some feelings in me. This- it feels very emotionally manipulative. Yes. It was real shitty. I was like, Axe, stop. She didn't even know it was a test, Axe. <laughs> right. This is some like, this is, Esther's going to go to Reddit and like go to like our red, relationships our relationships and be like should i talk to my kind of sort of boyfriend my not 13 really boyfriend? m child soldier boyfriend <laughs> <laughs> oh anyway the next big thing that happens is a meetup between the bandalites and the actual andalites where it's kind of discovered so they had there, there's four of these other andalites a pilot who is also the commander of this mission an Estrid, who is like is like Axe, an intelligence advisor from some super shady Andalite spy organization named Arbot, and Aloth, who is an assassin, and they've been sent here to assassinate Visser Three because actually this Arbot guy is Visser Three's brother. Can we all agree that the Andalites need to stop using vowels as the first letter yeah. of names because it's They're- getting very confusing. They're running out of A names, <laughs> surely. Andalite starts with A, so must all good names for men. And I mean, like, Estrid was basically like, they looked at Astrid and were like, well, we can't call her that. How can we like- make that alien? <laughs> <laughs> um, And there's, like, there's a scene, this is Jake's badass scene, where he, like, traps their commander with his word games and like basically proves that jake is a good leader and this other guy is just a coward jake was bringing the heat it was good it was alarming it's like where has this jake been yeah is this how competent you all could have been this whole fucking time again i feel like this is (laughs) i feel like we've mentioned this before that the ghostwriters most of the time most of the characters are better when written by applegate but mm-hmm. I think Jake, because she's sort of precious with Jake, yeah. does better when he's being written by ghostwriters because they let him be like the cynical, cold, makes the tough decisions badass he's supposed to be. Yes. Whereas Applegate doesn't really do that, you know? So I feel yeah. like that's kind of the one plus of the ghostwriters. I agree. Yeah. Jake gets to shine a little bit more, which is nice to see. And it makes you feel like rooting for the Bandalites more often. (laughs) Yeah, so Jake gets his little moment. And then he proceeds to disappear for the rest of the book, just about. Which is fantastic. It's fine. Exactly what we wanted. We wanted him to be Jake come in, say three lines, and leave. (laughs) (laughs) Lita should be seen and not heard. I don't know. (laughs) No, heard and not seen? Neither? (laughs) I don't know. Uh, he got to be a bug a lot in those books, I'm sure, since fine. <laughs> he was happy. Everyone was good. Yeah, Jake had a good time. Back at the barn, because they, they just probably live there by now, I don't know. The human Bandalites are very bummed out because they are like, oh, I thought, I thought the Andalites had finally come to save us and we could stop being Bandalites because we are just children. Um, and maybe they'll kill Visser 3 
and also all of the Yerks. But actually, they like it's there's just like this revenge suicide mission sort yeah. of going on. Basically, like all the Andalites that were sent here because it's just like during Jake's badass moment, he susses out that there aren't other Andalites coming. Yes. That yeah. it's just like it's not like these are the first part of a force. It's like these are the Andalites Only nobody cared Andalites about. In- yeah, nobody galaxy. cared that they would die. <laughs> they, like, sent them to go do this mission to kill Visser 3 because the fact that Visser 3 exists is, like, a scourge to the Andalites. It's and it's, an like, insult. spitting in their faces. Except they can't yes. do that because they don't have mouths. <laughs> so they wouldn't have that expression. <laughs> they just poop out their back a little bit. <laughs> They're back pooping at each other's faces. Forcefully. <laughs> really hate anatomy it's just it's just unfortunate choice after unfortunate choice (laughs) then there's this scene the vandalites get into a really big fight with each other because they are all depressed and burnt out and they all leave cassie is like particularly annoying here and it's probably because she's playing it up because spoilers this is not a real fight uh, but she's like, oh my gosh, they can't just kill Visser 3 for revenge. That's so mean. Yeah, yeah. Like, there's, <laughs> I would say that all of the Animorphs in this moment are the worst they've ever been, except Jake, because Jake's, like, cool in this book. Trying but, to keep them all together. Yeah, yeah, but, like, Rachel is like, oh, okay, I guess if we're not waiting to... Like, basically, they're all like, okay, since the Andalites aren't coming, we can't do this. We can't save the world. So, like... yeah. How are we all, like, what's each, and it's kind of interesting, like, what is giving up for each of the Andalites? What does that look like, right? And for Mm -hmm. Cassie, it's like, well, if there's no point to fighting because we're not going to win, it's immoral to kill things. So, fuck Mm -hmm. this. Rachel, on the other hand, is like, if nothing matters, I'm going to kill everything. (laughs) I'm going to kill humans. I'm going to kill Yerks. I'm just going to murder I'm taking everything. them all out with me. And for a minute, I was like, God, this next episode is just going to be us yelling about how nobody understands Rachel's characterization again. But it was okay because this wasn't real. It was a like, fake. It was a fake out. And Marco, Marco was just like nihilistic. Yeah. Which was fitting for him as well, right. I thought. Yeah, yeah. And Tobias is just like, I'm just, I'm flying away. I'm getting away from everybody. <laughs> So it was fun. It was in retrospect, it was fun. In the moment, I was like, God, these children suck. They're so annoying. <laughs> I just, the Cassie's though was just like, oh my gosh, we can't let them kill Visser 3. <laughs> just, I'm imagining like all the others are like really getting into their role and really selling it. And Cassie's just going, no, we can't do it anymore. We can't let them kill him. No. And everyone's like, oh my God, Cassie, they're listening. <laughs> Cassie, what are you? Okay, whatever. Just we'll work with it. We'll work with it. They don't understand <laughs> humans. It's fine. That's they true. Won't. They don't know what your tone of voice means. Just say anything. Cassie. They don't whatever. know what tone of voice is. That's they don't have mouths. <laughs> In this fight, Rachel's like, Cassie, you're such a hypocrite. And I was like, Yes, go for her, Rachel. Get her. But, At uh, one point, like Marco slaps Rachel or something. Like I gasped. Condes- I was like, he did not. Not like slaps, but like condescendingly pats her face, and she like slaps him back and is like, "Don't fucking touch me." And I'm like, "This is intense." <laughs> yeah, 
these children <laughs> are falling apart at the seams. Which, like, maybe it wasn't all acting. Yeah, I feel like they were working some stuff out. <laughs> yeah, but, you know, they all felt re-energized afterwards. Yeah. They had their little yelling session. Um, it's they, like a team building retreat. Yes, yes. It's like, we'll walk across the hot coals and then we'll all scream out our secret desires. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so they all leave the barn except for Axe. I don't know why Cassie left her barn and Axe stayed, but whatever. <laughs> He's like, to be fair, yo, Cassie has a home to go to. And that Axe is true. Not. <laughs> that is true. <laughs> um, <laughs> He's got his his self made scoop out in the woods, but like yes, with TV, he could yeah. have just gone and watched these messages. <laughs> um. So Axe is by himself in the barn, and he's like, yo, Estrid, I can tell you're here in a little bunny morph because you don't know how to behave like a bunny rabbit. And she demorphs, and she's like, caught me. And Axe is like, I will teach you about Earth. And they go together to the Two end of the Two worlds, one family. <laughs> she said, you will do better with your kind. <laughs> okay, yikes. <laughs> um, so they've hidden the ship right outside the gardens. It's like, can we, can we talk about this, though? This, okay. So, obviously, the gardens are where the Vandalites are getting all their morphs. Like, surely, mm-hmm. Visser 3 has put, like, he's gone to the zoo and been like, oh, shit, oh, that's the Andalite I fight as a tiger. That is the gorilla that is always punching me. Like, mm-hmm. why do they not have better security at a place where there are so many different types of animals? That that a fucking yerk ship could just not a yerk an andalite ship could just land right next to it. I think what you're forgetting, <laughs> Mister Three, is very dumb. So fucking dumb. Like, and then there's another moment. I will talk about this later in the notes where he also displays such idiocy. I'm just like, how how. I know we had that whole Visser book with the trial and everything, and that explained a lot of the reason why Visser Three is still there. But also, how is Visser 3 still there? This is, like, gross incompetence. <laughs> oh, Visser. So stupid. The ship is right outside the gardens. It's right on the other side of the gate, or the fence from the gardens. It's just hanging there, probably cloaked, but still. Um, and Axanos says it's a super old ship, which is giving him kind of weird vibes. They give him a tour and a room to stay in while he's there. And then Axe learns some interesting things about these Andalites. The assassin guy, Aloth, was sentenced to Andalite jail for selling the organs of felled soldiers off of a battlefield and on the black market, which is super illegal because, um, as Axe says, like, maybe, maybe he just, like, killed people sooner than they should have died to sell their body parts. This was also <laughs> wild to me that this was, like, the crime that they came up with for this dude because it's like why would andalites even need that as we just like the the whole morphing solves injuries thing has Mm -hmm. been played with fast and loose but i have i have some opinions about that the next next book book, next book right but like as of the next book it seems like you can just morph back and forth and fix all of your injuries so like why would why why would there be a big market for like black market organs like i don't understand i don't know the- are they selling them to yerks i don't like 
For what? For what purpose? Who is is buying these organs? Who needs those? Other Andalites don't need them because they can just morph. Although we do know that, like, morphing is, like, still somewhat limited, I guess. Mm. But new new technology, maybe? Yeah, I don't know. It just seems like that's a really weird... Like, we're living in a world in which they are aware of other aliens that can do things like just create species from genetic mm-hmm. modification and stuff. <laughs> I feel like surely someone has come up with like, hey, we can clone a liver, right? Like yeah, that's a thing that yeah, we they, here on Earth are working on. Like, They I probably don't... have greenhouses full of spare organs. Like why do you need to sell them on the You black need a black market of organs where you're going about carrion crow, like picking them off the battlefield. What's happening? I don't know. Like I guess this is, uh, like, I get it. It's supposed to be like, okay, this guy is like, evil he's so bad mm. that he could possibly be killing his own andalite soldiers to right. sell their organs but also like <laughs> like you said it just doesn't make sense it's, it's not it, it does i mean i guess like you have to come up with some sort of crime that like would fit in a child's book mm-hmm. and also wouldn't make him like a liability to the mission i guess but i don't know it's weird to me that this is the one they settled with because it's yeah. also pretty grim for a children's book Yes, yes. Like, and if he's killing enemies, okay, who are the and the Andalite enemies? Like, taxons? Who wants to buy taxon organs? That's yeah, disgusting. like, what, what are they using those for? To Nothing. feed other taxons. That's it. I truly, I cannot think of, like, what the utility <laughs> of black market organs would be in this universe. Like, I don't know. I don't get it. It seems really weird. Truly. The commander was also in prison for desertion because he's just a coward. Basically, they're a bit of a motley crew here on this suicide mission. Mm-hmm. It's really, it's truly just like a suicide, squad. suicide Just squad. a squad yeah. of people on a suicide mission. A su- <laughs> what can we call that? Um, <laughs> eventually, Estrid waltzes into the room and she's like, I want to go look around at the gardens. Axe, come with me. Come on, Axe. Show me Which- the gardens. <laughs> And Axe is like, whoa, can't believe she just, like, announced what she was going to do in front of her commander without asking first. What the fuck is going on here? But sure, let's go at, let's go to the gardens on a date. Um, So they do a little date thing where as they just wander the gardens as Andalites. Again, like, this or three, you really dropped the bomb on this one. At least, like, set up CCTV or something. Yeah, put a camera somewhere. Anywhere. This is is post-Y2K, so we know the computers still work. (laughs) (laughs) You could have used surveillance of some kind. But they they walk through the gardens, and Axe breaks into a vending machine so they can eat their snacks with their human mouths. And then they do a little kiss. But they were like, we like chocolate better. To steal a phrase from Dimension 20, Axe got his kisses in. <laughs> it's true. But also, in kisses. that, it was also kind of weird. I mean, I don't know if it's manipulative. I don't know. Because basically what he does is he's like, mm, do you enjoy the taste of chocolate in your mouth? And she's like, mm, yes, I love doing this with my mouth. And he's like, there are other things. I think one of them says mouth pleasures, which, gross. Gross. Um, hate it. <laughs> He's like, there's other mouth pleasures humans partake in. And she's like, oh, what other mouth pleasures? And he's like, well, let me show you. And then, like, mm-hmm. they do some kissing. And it's like, 
I guess this gets into the question of what Andalite did sex Ax is. Did Axe know? Did Axe know what that Right, meant? yes, yes. Because or this is he is, truly like, I saw this. I've seen it on TV. It. Right. Like, because it could just be like, he's like, oh, I've seen humans do this. Let's give it a whirl. But mm-hmm. from all of the he's horny for Astrid stuff, it seems like, uh, I don't know. It was kind of like, mm, to me. But also like, what's up with Andalite? Andalites in general in terms of like do they know what like horniness is yeah what's up (laughs) what's the deal does does an andalite have a sexual appetite right one two if axe thought if axe thought of this scientifically and not like sexually why didn't he ask one of the others to kiss him right when he was in human morph also, he has seen Jake and Cassie kiss, and he has probably seen Rachel and Tobias kiss. I don't know where he was in that book where he, where Tobias thought Rachel was dead. I don't know if he was there when they I kissed. I but... guarantee that the two of them hanging out on the couch in the scoop are 100% being like, so I, kissed, soap operas. so I kissed Rachel, and Axe is like, I don't know what a kiss is. And then they've had to explain <laughs> it. Like, that's And Tobias is like, well, let's just get it over with then. And then they morph into humans and kiss. No. They are, they are uncle <laughs> and related. nephew. So no. <laughs> Absolutely not to that one. I guess they don't technically <laughs> share genes. But no. <laughs> <laughs> Upsetting. It's a weird uncle-nephew thing. Because are they really? <laughs> I'm going to say yes because they refer to each other as uncle and nephew. Yeah. So they have they have taken that familial and also acts as a 23-year-old. Acts is like 23. They've also been watching soap operas. So Axe has definitely seen people do a lot of kissing. Mm-hmm. I don't know. This this manner of kissing definitely seemed to me very very early aughts when it was still cute to manipulate people into kissing yeah. in books. Yeah. whatever they turn into birds and fly around <laughs> axe is like can we go look at my humans real quick and estrid's like i don't have anything else to do um but that's a shit show because it basically involves rachel destroying a mcdonald's or something and the bandolites yelling at each other some more and cassie kicks them all out of the barn whatever the bandolites have fallen apart they've broken we up knew the we knew it was gonna happen one day yeah the next day the Andalite assassin crew go to infiltrate the community center that the sharing built. The, the same one that just two weeks ago we read about Rachel infiltrating as a bunch of polar bears. How many times are they going to let these fucking Andalites just waltz right into their base of operations? I don't get it. There's like a meeting with like Visser 3 and like Sub Visser 72 or whatever. And Sub Visser's like, okay, so there was that whole polar bear thing. Should we move? To somewhere else, and Visser 3 is like, no, they surely won't try the same thing again. <laughs> That's okay, they've done that plan. They saw it didn't work. Surely they won't try again. They're, both sides are dumb here. <laughs> it's like when you are looking for an item and there's like a place that you think it should be and you go check it and it's not there. Like, you're not going to go back and look there again, right? You're going to look everywhere else. And Visser 3 is like, that's what the Andalites are going to do. <laughs> They've already that checked That is the next this. logical step. Yeah, you know, like, they, it didn't work for them. They're going to go do something else, you know? And, like, fuck you. 
<laughs> but also, why doesn't Visor 3 have secret Drake and Beam set up everywhere? Like, <laughs> um, because... <laughs> <laughs> because he also in that conversation with Subvisor seventy three or whatever I said the name was. Or the like, should was, we increase defenses of the of the community? No, let them come if they are to come. <laughs> My hubris will not allow it. <laughs> I want those sexy, sexy andalites in one piece. <laughs> oh, you know, just so they can become hosts, not for any. Yeah, other totally, reason. totally, just so they can become totally. hosts. <laughs> so four andalites. Five Andalites, I guess. Just No, four, because Estrid isn't there. She's been told to stay at home. Four Andalites walk in as Andalites. They walk in with their guns. <laughs> and the the Yerks welcome them in, I suppose. And they get all the way into like this big meeting room. Visor 3 is giving a talk. And Arbit, who is Visor 3's brother, is like, I want the first shot at him. And Aloth, you can just jump in if I miss. And Aloth's like, well, I'm the assassin, but okay. But, um, so Arbot shoots at Visser 3 and he misses. He does a, like, a real really bad job. Obvious way. It's yeah. like a huge, like, he just, like, shot his gun oops. in a random direction. It was like, oopsies. <laughs> Everyone knows we're here now. Whoopsies. <laughs> yeah. Oops. I ruined everything. A huge fight breaks out. Axe also misses his chance to kill Visser 3. And I was like, do it. Just do it. Do it. But he did not. He's still a little boy. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> He's just a 23-year-old boy. <laughs> to say. Um, in the fight, Aloth is injured and Axe sees Arbot kill him. And Arbot later defends this. He's like, well, we couldn't risk another Andalite getting captured. And Aloth was just slowing them, slowing us down with his injury. So, yeah, I killed him. Obviously, like, that is kind of a lie. Arbot is bad news, but Axe is just like, okay. All right, well, <laughs> Okay. If you say so. Okay, mister. I'm just a 23-year-old boy. You know best. <laughs> what if, like, what if Andalites are, like, you know, they, 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 what if, what if they live, like, hundreds of years and mm-hmm. Axe is really, like, I'm just a 120-year-old boy. <laughs> How long uh. have you been alive, Axe? alternatively maybe andalites live a very short time and that's why like it seems like it should have been a lot of time that passed but not really because they just have to like it's like oh well she only was in the academy for two weeks because they only live for 20 years yes yes axe is like i'm actually a four-year-old adult (laughs) actually a four-year-old adult exactly It, it gets into that like D and D fantasy race shit where you've got like a goblin and with yes. like an elf, and it's like okay, well I'm gonna die at 32, and you're gonna <laughs> live to be like 690. You'll remember me for the rest of eternity. <laughs> so I guess this is a lifetime friendship for one of us. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. It's like when people get pets and they're like, oh, just a part of your life, but you're their whole life. Like, you brought sad. it to a sad place. That, bummed out now. So <laughs> Let's go back to thinking about kobolds and goblins. Yeah. Or how Axe may or may not be a pet for the Mandalites. <laughs> or he Maybe might consider the, pet the Mandalites him. pets. Yeah. Yeah. Who's Who to knows? say? Can't say. Can't say. <laughs> um. So this lie that Arbot told gets asked to find Mr. King. I don't like, okay. I get that Mr. King like owes them one because they saved his life, 
But one, Mr. King was like, this makes us even. I'm like, does it? They saved your life. But two, <laughs> why didn't he just, if, if that, like, why was he trading in this big favor that they he owes all the Vandalites for this little hacking thing? He could have just called Eric up and been like, yo, chum, can you come do this thing on the computer? And Eric would be like, yes, because we're all friends. <laughs> I mean, maybe Eric would also be like, fuck you. <laughs> I don't know. It seems weird, right? Like, why would Mr. King, yes. even even regardless of the favor, if they were like, hey, we're trying to stop the whole Yerk thing, and I need to see what's up with these fucking Andalites who are cruising about fucking shit up and are going to fuck all your shit up because, yeah. like, you, you live also live on this goddamn planet. Like, surely that she would be like, here's a nonviolent thing I can do to assist this, like, super important mish that we're supposed to be all about as long as it's non-violent like yeah why do you need to have this conceit of like well i saved you back in nom like no yeah. <laughs> yeah you could just be like hey need help with our mutual issue uh, that goal everybody yeah. is dealing with <laughs> i think even in this in this book acts is like uh the chi are very frustrating to work with yes because <laughs> they will not do violence <laughs> I feel like Applegate gave this ghostwriter, like, the dossier on, like, Andalites and, or, like, on Animorph stuff. And they were like, so what's up with the Chi thing? And and, and uh, Applegate was like, oh, well, yeah, they're, like, this, like, dogs race, like, cyborg dogs that live on Earth. They and look exactly like dogs, but they're they robots. Like and dogs they look like dogs, but they're robots. <laughs> and also they, like, can basically fix everything, but they won't because they're nonviolent. And... <laughs> Ghostwriters is like okay seems like they suck <laughs> and just brought that energy into the book it seemed like they're more of a burden than anything it seems else. like they should get their shit together and maybe do something their their biggest strength is that they make hologram or they make themselves look like the children so that the children can go do the fighting <laughs> these ancient timeless robots are like, like mm, we'll just clean your room while you go do a battle truly they're like they're like oh, we're opposed to violence so we can't punch things oh, in the face but we're totally fine with 13 year olds going to punch things in the face yeah that's fine you know what i did just have a thought what happens if the vandalites did die would those chi just stay them forever i fully was thinking during one of these books can't remember which god i wish we got the chi chronicles where it was like a spin-off where it's like they're all at home just dealing with normie shit while the animorphs are off like saving the world and they're just like fuck cynthia's talking about me in math class what do i do like <laughs> Marco's chi is like this child was disgusting he never cleaned his room the way he talks to women and they they like Eric's like in charge of like the chi all the other chi impersonating people and they keep going to him and he keeps being like well you know when I was one of Madonna's backup singers and they're like Eric you have to stop this you have to stop this you don't have to brag to us chi we know you're lying (laughs) Eric Eric we we know you you were just madonna's stylist you were not the backup singer we know you love servitude too much too much to take any spotlight whatsoever please the chief chronicles i crave (laughs) i I want there to be a chi chronicles for every animorphs book yes just to see what the fuck they're getting up yes I mean, honestly, I really kind of love that, like, genre or trope of, like, 
the people doing the normal shit while there's like gods or like big battles or whatever like and them having to deal with the repercussions like I kind of love that so like honestly I really would Applegate if you ever want to write the Chi Chronicles if you ever need a ghostwriter like hit me up like (laughs) <laughs> if you ever want to return in the series what up please. i mean they're Let doing like all of the graphic novels and stuff i feel like now would be a great time talk. to get some new some new uh uh books out there let's just get on ao3 and then hope that the right people <laughs> see it and then we get published from there yeah that works yeah sure yes <laughs> all of the published one direction fan fiction has certainly led me to believe that that is the oh yeah no works. that's wattpad we gotta get on wattpad then there my bad go. my bad <laughs> so mr king does this hacking he finds out all the members of this assassination squad have already been marked as dead except astrid who is actually not on record at all for being in the military or existing or existing yeah yeah which is wild um also the ship is supposed to have been destroyed and axe is like hmm something's not adding up here (laughs) So Axe goes to find Estrid, who was working in a part of the ship that the others had told him was off limits, like they've they've cordoned it off to save energy or whatever. But she's in there. And it turns out this is a lab. And Estrid is actually a secret genius who created a virus that will wipe out all the Yerks. Where have we heard this before? They fucking love genocide. They just love genocide, these motherfuckers. Like, the truly. Bad news bears. Lord. They need to be stopped. Fuck the Yerks. Who cares about those little slug guys? You can just squish them. Just pop them like a balloon. Just yeah. get the word out that they're there. That shit will take care of itself. vacuums. Ear vacuums. It's and fine. those. Just do that. Everything's fine. Don't worry about it. <laughs> Create a smaller, less compromisable ear tube. <laughs> I couldn't remember the word ear canal, so I just went with ear tube, and ear then I tube. remembered it halfway through the word tube, but couldn't ear switch. Ear <laughs> Why don't no the Andalites just invent earplugs that cannot be taken out once inserted? Yeah. Done. <laughs> Problems. Now we got to focus on the Andalites, who are the bigger issue, because they keep just, <laughs> they love genocide. Like, at least the Yerks are like... Okay, we're genociding, sort of, in order to, like, propagate our own species, which is fucked up. Yeah. Like, don't get me wrong. Yeah. Super fucked up. But, like, the Andalites just seem to like doing it. They just, this is, they're like, okay, should we, like, try to peacefully come to an agreement? No, we'll just fucking kill all of them with a virus. Okay, that seems a little extreme. No, this is the only this way. This is the way to do it. This is good. Okay. <laughs> And Astrid hasn't created a virus to kill just one entire species of alien. But if a Yerk in a human host catches this virus, the virus could mutate and start attacking and killing all humans as well. Which, cool. Um, Axe is like, oh no, my friends are human though. (laughs) But I know a human. (laughs) But I... (laughs) Oh... Arvot walks in on this conversation and he's like, well, I'm going to take this virus off to the Yerk pool now. Thanks. And he traps Axe and Estrid. Which, like, that was the whole reason that they needed Axe in the first place because Axe knew where the Yerk pools were. Like, it was yeah. the whole thing was bullshit Yeah, they trap. were never going to kill Visor 3 because that would have drawn too much attention to whatever was going on. Like, I don't think they even wanted the Andalites to know this. Yeah. Like, this guy, Arbot works for, like, the MI6 mm-hmm, of mm-hmm. Andalite world. Oh, also, 
I Ben to mention this earlier, but also can we just real briefly touch on how fucked up it is that like they completely threw out they established gender rules earlier in this series and then have completely thrown them out in that they were like women do uh, science and art, men do military, and now mm-hmm. they're like, haha, no fuck that. Estrid was like laughed at, laughed out of the university for being a female, like. Fuck you guys. Like that was your whole your whole premise was that women do the science. Like what happened? Uh yeah, and then Arvat is maybe it's cuz he's old, but he's just like a professor. He's neither. He's just a teacher. Well, wasn't it wasn't it that he was like an MI6 dude posing as a professor? Pretending to yeah, be yeah, a yeah. teacher. Yeah. Which but, okay. So that he could find a super genius to make this virus for him whatever. They're trapped, but it's okay. The Bandalites are there because they're all they're fighting was just an act. Thank God. Oh, my God. They demorph from the bugs that they were. And they somehow free these two. And they all go to the Yerk pool to stop Arvid from dumping the virus into one of the little, like, the pools at the pool. Seems like a dumb way for me to have written that sentence. But whatever. <laughs> um, there's more fighting here. Um, Estrid is, like, really reluctant to to be in any of the fighting she's like wow i am too afraid let's just run away axe and axe is like i don't think i like you very much estrid <laughs> which is kind of cool and then he like runs away from her and does fighting stuff um they fight they fight they get cornered and arbot is about to dump the virus in but it's fine because at the last minute estrid saves the day by vaporizing the vial of virus with a dragon beam cool yay um and then they're all saved because the commander of the group who was like mysteriously absent for a while so Alof died this commander i guess was just like being a coward somewhere he comes in and burns a hole through the roof of the yerk pool area in their ship and he gets them all out and then the taxons eat arbut because he is actually in a human morph and his hand was also vaporized and is bleeding i don't okay if if a hot beam touches your hand would it bleed or would it cauterize the wound immediately is my question i think that it depends if we're playing by star wars lightsaber rules or not Mm because i think that that's been like the case with star wars lightsabers um but i don't know i don't know how much number one i don't know that the draken beams are actually hot they might yeah they could be cold lasers yeah they might just be i don't know how lasers work i don't know what temperature they are they like it's alien technology yeah i think that like we assume lasers would be hot because lightsabers and also well i guess we don't know if lightsabers are hot but i guess we just assume lasers are hot because like it seems like they should be because they're like light right and like light fire that equals hot right Uh uh-huh but i don't know that we actually how do lasers (laughs) How do lasers go? Are lasers hot? What happens when you have laser eye surgery? Does your eye get really hot? I don't I know you have to be awake for the whole procedure, which uh-huh. is why I'll never have it done. Sure. That's scary. I don't know though. I don't know, guys. Let us know what lasers would do to your body. Yeah. Would it cauterize would, a wound? Yeah. If your hand is shot off by a laser gun, would it bleed so much that taxons would then come and devour mm. your entire body? Which I will say, because this is going to be, I'll say this serious theory right now. Mm-hmm. I don't know that we actually see his v- body get devoured. It's just implied the taxons are coming. So I feel like he's going to be back. But mm, yes, there's no way Visser 3 would let a precious Andalite be killed like that. Yeah. But. I feel like that might be a, that might be a future, future problem. 
I, I agree. Well, and then we also have Estrid and the commander. They peace out and may or may not be heard from ever again. Like, we don't really get a conclusion. I was going to say that's definitely going to lead into my other series theory for this book. All right. Well, that's the end of my summary. So let's do your series cool. theory. So my other series theory is that um, they're trying to create a thing with Axe and Estrid where it's like a Han and Leia situation where they kind of hate love each other and it's just mm. not working at all. But I think that that is what they're going for with all of the banter uh-huh. towards the end with the, well, I don't even like you. And then like when they leave, Estrid's like, do you still not like me? And he's like, no, I don't even like you a little bit. Like, I think that it's supposed to be but like. But I did get you the cinnamon roll and you right. think of me as you eat the cinnamon Exactly. So I'm going to go <laughs> ahead and predict that the end of this series, if it ends with some sort of like all of the Animorphs get their equivalent of a happily ever after mm-hmm. is going to. And because Axe is fully an adult, he just gets married. Well, <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I was going to say more because the 90s and early aughts were heteronormative. Axe is going to be paired off with Estrid, who's going to come back at the end. I think they're going to mm-hmm. get shipped off together too. Uh, it'll just be Marco who has no one. It'll just be Marco alone. <laughs> alone. Poor Marco. <laughs> womp womp. <laughs> to be clear uh, i think that will suck and i think it's a bad ending for axe but like i think that that mm-hmm. might be what they're trying to set up here they'd have to change estrid in a lot of ways for me to feel okay with that mm-hmm. um give her a lot more characterization i think they were trying to to have it be like a quippy quippy sort of like enemies to lovers vibe Except not lovers, because one of them's 13 and one of them's 23. Um, <laughs> one of them is a full-on adult. <laughs> but, like, you know, like, enemies to to uh, kiss friends vibe. Um, yeah. And I just... Oh, girl, if they do end up getting married, though, is the whole, the whole kissing thing now is even weirder. Right? It's, like, kind of grooming, yeah? I mean, it's it's questionable because I will number one, you with these sweet mouth pleasures, and then we will do a kiss. Number one, how old are either of them? Number two, ageless. Um, if it's something that they they did this one time as humans and don't like, it doesn't transfer to like Andalite knowledge of courtship. It kind of doesn't matter. It kind of is just like kids playing doctor sort of situation, you know, where it's like, mm. okay, well, that was some dumb harmless fun that would be creepy if they knew what was going on you know sort of thing <laughs> if one of them was an adult axe <laughs> yeah yeah i don't know weird i was gonna say something i don't remember what it was my mind is now blank thinking about axe's age what was your mvp uh <laughs> jake i think i'm gonna give it to jake because I, 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 I genuinely like jake in this book i do like jake in this book um I think, I think I'll probably give it to Axe just because I liked him in this book. Yeah, and I liked Axe and Jake in this book. I liked yeah. their their uh, yeah. little print. We didn't really talk about this, but there's during the fight, there's this whole thing where like Jake has to release Axe as his prince so he can go yeah. be like take another prince or whatever, and it's very. Very sad until we realize it's all to fake. To take another prince. Sounds right? like sounds like a historical romance novel of some sort. You wonder why I ship Axe and Jake. This is why, guys. <laughs> oh. Oh, yes. Yeah. Yeah, Jake Jake does deserve an honorable mention. Um or 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 a full on 
most valuable morph award. Yeah, but they definitely, the two of them together had some good moments in this. Yeah, uh, yeah, and they used their brains. Mm -hmm. It was wonderful. Yeah. And a morbid moment, I suppose. Hmm. This wasn't a particularly morbid book, I felt. Yeah, maybe like this uh, Axe's slow realization that the Andalites are poo-poo is kind of sad to witness. Like at the end of the book, he is crying, like full on tears. And Cassie has to hold his hand because he's sad. That was yeah. pretty sad. That made me genuinely sad. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Axe is really... Because, like, think about what the Andalites have done. If we just look at Axe's storyline. Okay. So he's on the dome ship. The Yerks attack him. He's stuck underwater for a couple weeks thinking he's going to die. No one comes to save him. Some teenagers show up. He then has to, like, almost immediately tell the the people in charge of the Andalites that, he, like, Elfangor did this. And they're like, no, Axe, you did it. Access has to be like, oh, okay, yeah, I guess I did, I it. did it. Yeah, and then he learns about the Hork Bajir genocide, mm-hmm. and then, uh, and he's like, that was a one-off. The Andalites are more noble; they wouldn't genocide on purpose. And they try to do it again on the Lyra <laughs> planet with a bomb, <laughs> and then now again with the Yerks and humans. It's like Axe is like. It's like I'm just gonna I'm just gonna become my human morph, my strangely beautiful human morph for two hours and just so do I that can way now. Go cry. That's it. I I would also say there's kind of a morbid moment that sort of happens off page, I guess. Like it happens mm-hmm. on page, but that is undercut later. But okay, so like they have the fight and they're all like, the other Andalites aren't coming. We're fucked. And then they have this mm. whole plot line of like, oh, we're going to figure out what's going on with the Suicide Squad and we're going to stop them, you know? Yeah. And they fix that. But the other Andalites, like... That's true. They, they still go, know. They, they go back. Like, the uh, uh, the two that are left are like, we're going to go back and get the other Andalites and get them to come here. But, like, that's a, a girl who no one listens to because no one listens to females. And apparently she doesn't exist anymore. In the <laughs> she doesn't exist. World. And the disgraced captain who was a coward. Like, no one's, probably no one's going to no listen to them anyway. Right. Yeah. And, like. Why didn't they just stay and help them fight yeah. on Earth? I mean, I don't know how much they could do to help, honestly. They seemed kind of yeah, weak but sauce, two more but, morphers. Yeah, that's true. I don't know. They could hang out with the Chi and be useless together. <laughs> <laughs> it, it's, it, there's definitely a lot of um, hopelessness setting in. Like, kind of like with the ending of this book where Axe is like, everybody's kind of like joking around and being like, ha ha. Yeah. Cool. We did it guys. And then Axe is just like crying by himself at the end with Cassie holding his hand after yeah. pretending that everything is fine. Like it kind of feels like that's what the Animorphs are doing right now. They're like, ha ha. Yeah. We beat the suicide squad guys. And it's like, right. But that's not the problem. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The problem was you knew the Andalites were going to have to choose between Earth and another planet that was also at war, and you just got confirmation that they chose the other planet. They they decided, fuck you guys. Like, Yeah. So, uh (laughs) uh-oh. Oopsie. Oopsie. And Yeah, and the only people that were going to come help you were going to do a genocide. (laughs) Not great. Not great, fam. Yeah. Oh, man. Um, But, yeah, that was was this book. Uh, Mm -hmm. Let's talk about what we've got going on next. So next week, we're going to be starting Anna's new unit on Highland time slip romances or something. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> if possible to be that exact. If not, may, we may change it to suit our needs. But uh, Which is 
uh, Beyond the Highland Mists by Karen Marie Moaning. And then the week after that, we'll be back with another Morph Monday with Animorphs number 39, The Hidden. Yay. What will be hidden? Who knows? Impossible to say. Uh, It's the Cassie POV, though, so you know how I feel. (laughs) In the meantime, if you have ever had part of your body removed by a laser, let us know. You can tweet at us at ShuffleWareCast or email us ShuffleWareCast at gmail.com. We just specifically want to know if there was blood. And also, was it hot? Also, was it hot? Um, (laughs) Please please just answer Yes or no to those questions in that order. Yeah. That's all we want. Yeah, to know. and no other like no. you could number one, yes or no. Number two, yes or no. That's it. And again, it was, uh, was there blood? Is the first one, and was it hot? That's it. That's it. Yeah, yeah. We don't need or want any details. We just want mm-hmm. simple yes or no, mm-hmm. so we can decide how authentic the end yes. of this book was. Thank you in advance. Thank you. Um, also, thank you to Ben Cope for the use of our theme song. You can check out his YouTube channel in our show notes below. And we are also on all of your favorite podcast aggregating platforms. So if you haven't followed or subscribed to us on one of those, you definitely should. Because I, you also want to know about lasers and how hot they are on your body. And we won't tell you unless you subscribe. If you use Apple Podcasts, we'd very much appreciate a five-star review. But if you don't, that's all right, because you're allowed to talk about us anywhere on the internet you would like. In the words of K.A. Applegate slash Kim Morris, it is I, Aximili, you are having a reaction to mouth pleasures. It will be fine. Come with us and be quiet. <laughs> creepy. X, creepy. you're a fucking creep. <laughs> <laughs> Jelly beans. She just loves those jelly beans. <laughs> just like the way they spelled it every time. Beans. Mm-hmm. Beans. Now I'm like, Axe, beans. I can't stop saying it. God damn it. <laughs>